in my research, I also came across like what apparently is the like, uh, you know, high end luxury. Like they didn't realize there's like super luxury treadmills. <laughs> and I was like, holy cow, I am buying like, you know, a sneaker compared to these treadmills. But I didn't want this. Again, I'm using this for a walking treadmill. So there were some bonus pieces to this um, that I'm going to share with you. But here's why I got it. And these things, um, these claims uh, were a real big part of why I got it, but also why I ended up really liking it. Mm -hmm. So spoiler alert, I do like it. There you I'm go. really glad. I'm and really glad I got over, it. Folks. Here we go. And oh. done. You can log off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, so um, I really liked this. That the possibilities for speed range from a point. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. The time has come. We've got a product review that we've been teasing for months now. It seems like months now. Um, it's something that Shannon purchased to uh, improve her health and fitness. And now she's finally uh, come to the point where she can give you a honest review of the Underdesk Treadmill. Or and or walking pad for the office. So she's going to give you some uh, the download on that and to let you know if it is a good investment for, I guess, at home workers, people that are working from remotely from home, or probably they can have it in their office too, right? Yes. I guess we'll find out. You will find out. You're going to tell us. But before we get into that, guys, we want to thank you for tuning in this week, folks. We've been doing this podcast for uh, it seems like forever. Honestly, but we've had over 360 episodes. We're closing in on 360. Um, so that puts us about, if we do 50 a year, probably about 52 a year. That probably has us up over seven years. We're over seven years of doing podcasting. And we want to thank you guys for listening. You know, we've had listeners, hopefully, that have been us been with us for a long time, uh, that gave has already that have already given us rating reviews. And we really appreciate you guys. So all those new listeners that are joining us today, if you haven't given us a rating review, we really appreciate it. It really does help us out. Kind of helps us spread the word of fitness. More ratings and reviews we get, the more people uh, will find us when uh, they search for a health and fitness podcast. So we really do appreciate it. And you can also connect with us on uh, Instagram at the ATF podcast. The ATF podcast. Okay. So, and if you want to send us a direct message, that's a great way uh, to do so is uh, through Instagram. So, um, also want you to do, uh, tell you guys to, if you want to support us, you can support our sponsor, the Amino Co. Uh, check out aminoco.com slash ATF to learn more about our favorite pre and post work, post workout supplement. So, on to the portion of the podcast that we do every week to help you guys uh, or review our health and fitness for the week. But I think it probably gives a, it helps us, I guess, relate to people or really one of our main goals of the podcast is to show you how important mm -hmm. fitness can be. So this is what we get into called the training recap. 
Yep. How was your training this week? Um, it's kind of a blur to be honest. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did do some things because I got on the bike a couple times. Um, I did yoga at least once or twice, mm-hmm. but this the whole past week was just it it was a blur. We came back from vacation, mm-hmm. which I did do a workout while I was on vacation. I did do some swimming in the pool. Did do some walking. So it wasn't like it was like a completely bumming around, doing nothing kind of quick right. vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, it's like one of those weeks where I'm like, I knew I, I should... I'm going to should on myself here. Oh, don't should all over yourself. I should have done more, but I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I was just too damn tired. Like I, this past week, I was just, I feel like walking around in a daze. And it's one of those kind of perfect storm situations where you've got a vacation, you come back, literally have to like hit the ground running. And then my work has also just been really intense the last couple months. And I'm also trying to finish my final certification, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I had two coaching sessions this past week, which doesn't seem like a lot. But when you're trying to study and do your coaching sessions and everything, it's just, I don't know. I know I've gotten off the path, but I, I have felt like, I have no structure to my training Yeah, really lately. It's just been very reactive, um, and I don't feel like it's hitting what I need it to be. So, so yeah, it was, it was doing something, but it, it didn't really like energize me or, you know, kind of when you've got a really great, weekend or you've got a really great training schedule yeah how it like inspires you and energizes you i did not feel that this week yeah i have not felt that the last few weeks no so well life yeah. life yeah like i said travel does it always <laughs> throws a monkey wrench in there so um but hopefully we will change that this week Boom, blow it up. We'll talk about it later. Yep. All right. So we'll get that into makes, that later. That's good. I didn't want to <laughs> go too early into that. It's like, Anywho, should I? Should yeah. I? So uh, for my training, I think I had a good kind of uh, uh, bounce back week. I definitely, I'll admit, and I'll get into more later, a vacation about, I'll be getting into vacation a little bit more later, I guess that's the way to say it. Um, but I really uh, did some maxing and relaxing on vacation. You know? Maxing and relaxing. Pool time. You know, kind of just did not care about my, uh, really what I ate, what I drank. Um, tried to get some sleep, which was hard to do in three different beds and three different nights. Um, yeah. it sounds more rock and roll than it is, but, uh, <laughs> it's not. yeah, definitely not rock and roll. <laughs> it's the opposite of rock and roll. But, um, I was able to come back this week and I think I got on a good, uh, good, started off on a good note. Uh, did some good jujitsu this week, uh, private lessons. Uh, went to the gym for lifting, got on the Peloton uh, for a good uh, a good session, and did a good um, a strength training workout here at the house also. So I would say four days of good uh, good uh, activity, 
So I was happy about my bounce back, I would say, this week. So Yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, um, happy about that, and I look for another good week this coming. Uh, you know, during the summer, more of my kind of like my clients are traveling, so I have a little bit more opportunity to train myself, um, which is kind of beneficial, um, but also, uh, you know, worrisome. When clients aren't here, uh, it's actually not the it sounds like fun, but it's not because clients mm-hmm. aren't here. I don't get paid. So I, uh, <laughs> I enjoy when clients are here. Right? The, the good kind of happy uh, uh, compromise of being busy but having free time. So um, it's, uh, it's one of those summer, the time of year where uh, maybe a little bit more free time. But we got some online products and online options that we've been working on and that are getting out there right now. So for the, all those people, especially golfers out there, if you're interested in online training, Tamp- the Tampa Strength app is really what you guys should check out. Um, we uh, have launched the 300-yard drive blueprint recently. Uh, and that the way it sounds, especially for golfers, you know that the 300-yard drive is kind of like the pinnacle of uh, uh, driving distance. So uh, we've created a workout plan that really uh, helps you attain that uh, that that yardage off the tee. So if you're interested in that, it contains mobility, flexibility, strength, speed, and core training uh, exercises that really all facilitate uh, gaining distance on your drive. So if you're interested in that, check out the Tampa Strength app, or if you need more details, just send me a DM on Instagram at the ATF podcast. So on to the product review. Man, I feel like it's been a long time since we've had a product review. It's been a minute. I mean... I think we've done taste tests and maybe like a product breakdown somewhat recently, but an actual piece of exercise equipment, we definitely haven't done one of these in a while, I would say. So I'm going to turn it on to over to you to tell us about the walking treadmill or the office walking pad. Yes. So... What do you like to call it? I mean, I call it a walking treadmill. Okay. Then we shall call it the walking pad. I think I called it a walking pad last Mm -hmm. time we talked. So about three-ish months ago, um, we talked about some of the benefits to walking treadmills. And I had been really sick and tired of just having only one option for my work day, which was sitting. Mm -hmm. And I granted, I do have a standing desk. I do stand at it. But it's usually one of those things where you start the day standing and then you go down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you stay down. And it's not like I'm moving it up and down all day. So I was like, well, it would be nice to have another something Mm -hmm. to do at this desk besides just standing here. Because also standing gets kind of boring. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all of that was inspiration for me really trying to figure out. Is there another way that I can move my body, you know, get some kind of, not necessarily a workout in, but just get some additional movement in my day where I'm not just sitting glued to a computer? Um, and I will, I will put a disclaimer on this. I had this review pretty much down after about a month. I did. But as as happens, um, I I didn't really think about like putting this all together into like key takeaways. 
And I'm like, oh, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. And then the last two months have been craziness. So Mm -hmm. I apologize that it has been so long for this review because I know we'll we'll, uh, have to call out the podcast episode that we first talked about, the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned it too in like a what's got me pumped. Yeah. So I'm going to share with you the specific treadmill that I got because I did a lot of online research. I was reading articles. I was looking at, you know, what treadmills are the like most highly rated by consumer companies, by reviews, by, you know, people who specifically want to use them for work, because that was one of the things I really needed it to do. If I got it, I needed to be able to use it like on a call or a webinar. And that came with some certain requirements. So all that research landed me um, and a budget landed me on the run treadmill. So it's Two point five. It's called the Run. Uh, okay. Um, I got it on Amazon. It is a two point five horsepower treadmill, and it is around the um, three fifty mark online. You can find it online for about three hundred fifty. It's under four hundred dollars. So, in my research, I also came across like. What apparently is the like, uh, you know, high end luxury? Like they didn't realize there's like super luxury treadmills. <laughs> and I was like, holy cow! I am buying like, you know, a sneaker compared to these treadmills. But I didn't want this. Again, I'm using this for a walking treadmill. So there were some bonus pieces to this. Um, that I'm going to share with you, but here's why I got it. And these things, um, these claims, uh, were a real big part of why I got it, but also why I ended up really liking it. Mm -hmm. So spoiler alert, I do like it. I'm really glad. I'm really glad I got it. And done. You can log off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. So, um, I really liked this, that the possibilities for speed range from a 0.6, you know, to a 7.6. So a 0.6, you've been on a treadmill before. It's less than a mile an hour. It is crawling. I mean, I'm sure Ella could have walked that speed when she was like a baby. Mm-hmm. It's very slow. Um, the 7.6, however, basically f- like five and up is running like actual, it's not just like a little like hop, mm-hmm. it's running speeds. And that, that feature, even though I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not the kind of person that likes to run in general, but running on a treadmill offers no real excitement. Yeah. I just wanted the option because I also sometimes just like going fast. Yeah. I like sprinting. Um, So I wanted that. So this had a really significant range, seven mile per hour range in its speeds. Like I said, it's 2.5 horsepower. 
I also like that this had a little bit wider running belt on it. So instead of a lot of the ones I saw, because again, these are ones that are meant to tuck under a desk or be very portable or be movable, you know, like around your house. So they're not big. They're not clunky. But a lot of them had like 15, 13 to 15 inch, pretty narrow belts. And I didn't realize this, but like, I didn't realize how narrow that was because this has a 17 inch and the length on it is 43 inch. And that like four, you know, two, two to four inches of extra space is really crucial when you're walking and you're not looking at where you're going. Mm -hmm. So if you do use it to work at your desk, you need some give on either side because I, I will share more later, but uh, it takes some skill to walk in a straight line when you're not looking at your destination, mm -hmm. where you're looking at screens or keyboards or paper and I, I I may have walked off the edge a few times um so 17 inches really important yep the other really big part to the fact that this could um be useful for me while I work is that it need to be low noise and I read some reviews that you know even though they claim to be low noise people are like well you could really still hear them now, if you're running, people are going to hear that, folks. Like, I mean, you run down the street, people can hear you. Mm. This is when it's, I'd say when it's like a three, under 3.5 or under a four, you can't really hear it. I did, I did use it on a couple of calls, like team calls, and it was right when I first got it. When I used it the most on team calls, again, more in a little bit. Um, but I was, they'd see me walking, and they're like, Are you are you topping? Or mm -hmm. what what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I'm using my new treadmill. And they're like, I can't hear anything at all. And I was like, Yes. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I I definitely am glad I tested it first with my team and not like a client, but it was it did, it did meet that low noise factor. Um, so I, I kept it around um, like 3 to 3.5 usually. And that seemed to be a really good quiet um, level. So the other thing that's pretty cool is that it has a foldable riser. And it's a riser that you can... So it's essentially like this metal like um, arm that stands, like you can stand it up or you can lay it flat so it just kind of borders the um, the treadmill, like the belt. But it folds up so that it can be like a little stand and it can hold your, you know, your iPad or your phone or whatever. And then it folds back down. So it's really just there as like a device holds mm -hmm. and it has like a little, you know, some buttons on it. You can control speeds with that. Um, it has that emergency thing, which Ella promptly broke shortly after we got it. Um, but that's okay. 
and it's like the standard sort of treadmill look when it's got that that arm thing raised, the metal arm. I don't use the metal arm, I'm gonna just say that. I don't use it very much, but it's nice that it's there. I have used it before when I was just like taking a walk and I wasn't working, I was using it more as a treadmill. But the other thing that it's got that I love is a little remote control. Yeah. It's a simple power on, slower, faster um, remote. remote. But that thing is great because I just keep that on my desk, and that's how I that's how I can you know control it. It's got a nice little LED screen on the bottom so that you can see what you know how fast you're going, how long you've been going, the distance you've traveled. And it's a simple display, but that's all you need. So those were the features that really sold me on this particular item. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you about some of the lessons, my lessons yeah. in all of this. You have any questions or comments beforehand? So you usually, you usually fold it up and then you say you don't use the arm, the riser, because you usually have it under your desk, right? Right. I yep. usually position it so that it's under, like the front portion of it is under the desk. What do you say your top speed so far has been during a call? Are you about to Oh, I, I think like noise-wise, I think it the speeds that I used on calls was like between 3 and 4, mm-hmm. like average around 3.5. Which is is not a fast walk, but again, I'll tell you more about how I used it. Um, I would say like a four point, you know, you get in, you get into the low fours. It does start to have like it is a little bit louder. Like just as a user, it feels a little bit mm. louder. But all the calls that I used it on was between three and four, pretty much. Gotcha. I was I was not jogging on it during any of my calls. Um. Anything else? No. I'm, I'm looking at some of the specs, too. It looks, uh, like you said. Uh, it does also have wheels on the front. And so I know that's something right. you're looking at. Like, the portability of this is really impressive. It is it is a little hefty. I mean, it's it's it has to be for it's what motorized. it is. Yeah. It's, it really does. Like, I don't know how it could be much lighter. But it's got wheels on the front. It folds up so it's flat. You know, you need maybe, like, if you were going to stash this under something, you'd probably need about, like, I'd say about, like, six inches clearance. Yeah, not much. In order to slide it under there. We just lean it up against the wall behind the office door. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to to pull down and set up, and then it's easy to roll back and put behind the door. Yeah. So how I end up really using this um, I will, I'll get into specifics on the routines that I found that worked well for me after I finished the lessons that I learned about this whole walking while you're working situation because yeah. learning curve for sure. Yeah. I, I, that's the one thing I noticed. Like I said, we keep it behind the door. Um, which is very convenient, you know, in your office. So I'd say that's a, that's a really, and like I said, it's, you pretty much, you almost nailed it. It's about five inches. Once it's folded down, it's about five inches. So it can mm-hmm. slide under anything, something like that. We keep it behind the door, which is nice. All right, go into your lessons that you've learned. 
Okay. So learning curve for sure. You can't expect to go into this and be like, you know, this is going to be easy. This is going to just like, I mean, unless you're planning to use it like a treadmill, then I, I guess the learning curve is, is probably minimal if you've ever used a treadmill before. Working while you're walking, though, is a very different mm-hmm. experience. Like, I've done calls while I've, I've been on walks, but to type, to write, to be using, like, a computer while I'm walking, I, I had to start slow. Yeah, I bet. Like, the, that really, it shocked me. <laughs> like, I had to sh- start slow and... The position, you have to find the sweet spot for your treadmill position if you Mm -hmm. put it under your desk. Because if you have it too far forward, you are frequently finding yourself falling off the back. If you put it too far, like too far out from underneath the desk, so like you don't push it in enough. Uh, I was I was falling over the front. I'd walk right over the front because again, you're not looking. It's a very weird thing. You're not looking where you're walking, and you're doing something on a screen that sometimes it's you're moving, you're talking to people. You are not looking where you're going. So like the whole training, like spatial awareness that you have to learn to walk on this treadmill at kind of a consistent clip and find the speed, but you also need to make sure that that thing is in a good spot. So like I figured out like, okay, so the belt needs to be a little bit under the desk, like under the front of the desk when it's standing up. Um, I don't know if I said this, but also side note, I'm using a standing desk. Yeah, you said it. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure I said that. Um, so yeah, it needs to be like a few inches kind of pushed under the desk, the actual belt portion and, um, like maybe like two or three inches of the actual belt. And that, that keeps me safe. It keeps me from falling off the back or going over the front. Mm -hmm. Um, apparently I just walk like a drunk person by, by like normal standards because I don't, or I walk really erratic. I'm guessing. I think, like you said, it's, I think, doing things on a screen, whether you're moving a mouse or, because you have multiple screens up too. So you're looking. I have two to three screens. You're changing your eye angle and things. You're you're turning your head. So it's like, typically when you turn your head, I mean, obviously when you can see where you're going, there's one thing, but we're not really looking where you're going. It's a, it's another challenge. So I wonder, did you find it easier to, to use without like any, like missteps while you were on a call or while you were like working on the computer or could you tell like when do I do more? Yeah. When do you, yeah. When, when was it less likely to Um, have like missteps on a call? When I was walking, uh, when I was walking and talking, like I wasn't doing something else. I was just talking. I might be looking at a screen, but that seemed to be safer. Right. I did That's still, I, I did, that was where I usually would like step on a side of it though. Right. Um, and it was like I would be looking towards the side or I would make a gesture. Mm-hmm. A gesture. Yeah. 
that would throw me off somehow. Again, it's like learning how to walk and talk at the same time. It's, it's new. So that was something I didn't anticipate was going to be as much of a learning curve, but it Mm was. Um, the other thing that was interesting was there is also something that has to happen with your brain when you're walking and typing because I was a little bit erratic in my walking and my typing in the beginning where I could, if I focused like my attention on my typing, I, I wasn't keeping like a consistent pace with my walking and that's where I was kind of like falling over the front or coming off a side or something. Um, and I couldn't go as fast like especially like I I picked it up after the first week or two. Mm-hmm. I picked my speed up. I was I was in the 3s even when I was typing. But when I the first week and a half though, I could not go very fast when I was typing. Right. I really had to keep it like low 3s to do any kind of typing. Um, and I think it is because you're trying to regulate your walking. You're also trying to do a whole thing with your fingers, spelling out words, and walk in this not just in a straight line, but in the same place because your arms can't move. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're sitting down, you can move your arms back. Like I frequently move my keyboard up and down depending on like what mode I'm in mm-hmm. just for wrist comfort and everything. When you're walking, it's got to stay pretty still in one position. So it just made me very aware of the way that I move at my desk mm-hmm. and how doing that while walking is a is another kind of challenge for your brain which i think it's good i think it's a good thing to challenge your brain i agree so um that was that was actually that was interesting i i sort of expected that challenge though you know of course um so those were those were probably my key lessons one of the things that was sort of sort of a lesson, but I had read this, was that people said that if they wore a fitness tracker, like a wristwatch of some kind, um, or or use their phone or whatever, that walking on a treadmill did not track it, especially at a walking treadmill, like while if you're doing work. So you've got your hands up and your wrist is more stationary. Hmm doesn't come by it doesn't count the steps because your arm's not moving at that normal pace Mm -hmm. and kind of you know changing elevation and everything it it would get like maybe half what if you started like a a workout like a walking workout on your i tried that no still nothing doesn't Mm, matter interesting so even if you are purposefully checking and tracking your um, steps like walking it still it'll it'll recognize the time it will not recognize the distance properly and it will not recognize the steps interesting i i averaged it at about half how i was able to do that though was because the treadmill has its little led screen um that it actually tracks the time and the mileage right. 
So I was able to see, okay, oh, wow, I did, like, there was one day where I used it for, like, a solid hour. And it had registered, like, maybe 33 minutes. And it was it was half the distance, mm, easily half the distance. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, damn it. I'm like, I'm not getting credit for this. Son of a bitch. You just got a manual answer, I guess. I guess so. So that was, I did read one review of someone that like, I guess it annoyed them so much that they put their, their watch. I think it was, I think it was like a Fitbit, but they, yeah, they put it on her ankle. Yeah. If anybody hears a little like whimpering in the background, it's not Nick. It's our dog yeah. who is dreaming little puppy dreams right now. <laughs> Draco, stop it. Um, my probably kind of last lesson slash benefit is uh-huh. even if you're using this treadmill, this particular treadmill for a treadmill the bar that's it's on it is not to be held it's not that kind of thing it's right. it's not a like here you can lean on me or you can you know put weight on me hmm. stabilizing not even that and i was reading some reviews on this and some other people said this is not a stabilizing bar it is really just there to hold your stuff yeah and a lot of people said like they had to put it next to a table if they didn't use it with a desk. I found the desk worked perfectly as a nice little ledge because it doesn't have, since it doesn't have like a, a big bar section, like a big treadmill would, there's no place for your water. You, you know, sometimes you do just want to put a hand out to steady yourself as you're looking, you know, oh, the mailman's here or, oh, I have to get off. I'm going to stabilize myself for a second. No, you need to have a desk or table wow. nearby. Okay, that's a good. That's so a good. So uh, that another like key learning here. Yes. <laughs> Safety good, uh, first. A piece of information you know, for a product review. Yes. Um, I did find it really though. Uh, the thing that I I really started liking it for was when I had to be on a webinar. Because it really helped spice up the webinars. Right. So that was that was one of the, my favorite ways to use it. Right. So you think you are getting some value out of it? I absolutely think that it was worth the spend. Mm-hmm. Now, my routine that I found, and like I said, we've had this thing for three-ish months. I used it pretty regularly and got into a routine after the first month, you know, that first I'd say you need about two weeks to adjust. Mm -hmm. Um, and I found that I hate leaving it out because whenever I go into the office, we already have a Peloton in there and my, like it would be in the middle of the room to be under my desk and I would like trip on it. You know, I just, I didn't like it. So I like tucking it away, but in order for me to use it, more i need to immediately set it up in the morning yep roll it roll it in my desk turn it on and have it used for like the first it would be like the first two to three hours of my day Mm -hmm. and i would just if i wanted to sit 
I would sit like in a different room with my computer. Yeah. The last two months of work have been so insane for me. Like I've been on so many calls. My days have been filled. I've not even left my office, never mind, like found another place to sit in the house. I have not been following the same routine. And I I miss my routine because I found that the mornings was like, that was like my social time. You know, yeah. I'd have more casual phone calls in most mornings. If I had it set up like the start of my day, my desk would be up. So I would do my standing time. But instead of just standing there, I would walk. So I would immediately get in about a half an hour. Right. Then I would go usually find somewhere to sit for a little while and then at some point, whether it was when I had other calls or if I just needed to go like answer emails, like doing little things like emails or whatever, that was a good activity while I was walking. Things where I didn't really have to think a lot. I did not find it super helpful. I know some people, um, like some bloggers and self-employed people um, who wrote reviews about their walking treadmills. We're like, oh, yeah, it's made me so productive and, you know, I can just, I can just walk while I write. I cannot walk while I write. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just not how my brain is wired. I, I'm really good at walking and brainstorming. Yeah. Like it gets the creative juices flowing because you're, you're moving through space there's just so much room for opportunity and creativity, but I can't structure things for the life of me when I'm walking on a treadmill. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I think writing would definitely be super difficult. Yeah. You know, because, I mean. Besides that, like an email. Yeah. You know, I can form sentences. I just, I can't, I can't write articles. Yeah, creative. And like my output is probably not the best. Well. I think uh, I think that was a great uh, endorsement for this, for a way for office workers or at home workers to you know get a little bit more regular, get more steps in, you know, yeah. even though if they might not be counted yet. So you got to figure out, you got to put it on your ankle. If, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if if you are the kind of person who doesn't feel fulfilled in your day, unless you've reached a certain number of steps on your watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you would have to do some manipulation yeah. or figure out something out for this. But if you were a person that I was just, I was just trying to get some movement yeah. into my day. I, I will also share one other kind of funny thing. The dog gets very nervous. Yeah. You told me about that. He I still does yeah. every single time. And he's seen this thing now for weeks, months. Every time I pull this thing out. He's like concerned for my safety. It's not that he's freaked out. He comes right over as I'm walking and he's just like, do you need help? Are you okay? Mm. Like, you, do I need to catch you? Are your feet okay on there? Like he's just, he just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. So he gets real close and he just mm. watches my feet for a few minutes. And then he goes and sits in the hall and he's like, oh my God, she's insane. <laughs> So he's not going to be getting on it anytime soon. No. That is for so. sure. So once again, the The Run treadmill, the under-desk treadmill slash jogging walking pad for home office. Yes. You fully endorse? I fully endorse. This has about four and a half stars on Amazon Prime right now. 
And I think it is very much warranted. I would say I would give this like if I could give it like a 4.8, I would because I do think it's that great. Nice. Like it's it's exactly what I wanted and a few few extra bonuses that I didn't know you did I need. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's great. Um, now we're going to move on to what's got us pumped for this week. I think mine has to do with food, which is sometimes not the uh, usual what's got us pumped, but went home back to Maryland for vacation for Memorial Day. Got to see a ton of family, which was great. Um, and then you and I even got a little date night in Old Time in Alexandria, which mm-hmm. we've discovered might be one of our favorite places to visit new favorite thing when we're home in maryland so um but my dad came through and got me some uh steamed crabs um you know guys if you probably um you know you might be familiar with maryland crabs it's kind of one of the go-to i would say if you had to pick a cuisine for a state maryland uh steamed crabs would definitely be the, the cuisine for maryland so um it's oh. just like nowhere else I've ever had them. And my dad got me some, and I just sat there for a couple hours. I know you enjoyed me for the the beginning. I only last for, like, maybe three crabs. Yeah. And then my fingers start, like, they well, they, they smell like Old Base and Ocean, like, the rest of the day. But I, I can't do it. I can't the, do the it scent until you're talking about. I know. I can't do it. Like my my fingers just start going numb from picking the crabs yeah. mm-hmm. after about three. Yeah. So and then I notice the the odor yeah. after that point too. Oh, uh, but they were glorious. I know it's a weird thing, and you if you've ever seen for like two and a half hours. Yep, yep. That's the one <laughs> thing about crabs. It's like uh, I don't know how fulfilling it is. I did eat my fill. I will say that I had a but, lot. Um, yeah. It takes it's a it's an arduous process. So you kind of burn calories much. as you're getting eating calories. So. Um, but it's yeah, a great way to slow down your eating. Yeah, though. I might throw. I might throw. I think I have some pictures I can throw up on the stories for uh, the ATL yeah. podcast. So, um, yeah. What about you? What's got you pumped? Well, what's got me pumped is that a certain somebody, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, huh? is going to be designing me a bit of a training program. Mm. Hey. So who is this guy? Is he taller than me? Um, he, he's okay. Uh, yes. So Nick is going to be designing me a training program. Um, I gave him some specific parameters Mm -hmm. that I have observed of, of myself. So I'm very interested because, you know, any other training programs, I can do it myself. But like we just, you heard me say a couple times, I have felt like life has been sort of on speed lately and I'm tired and I I don't have a whole lot of creativity to throw at my training and it's been very unstructured and I know what I'm capable of but I am not I know I am not pushing myself And because I have found that like, you know, two weeks out of the month, I can go really hard with my workouts. And then the other two weeks, like one's going to be a little bit more moderate. And then one is really going to be mobility and just stretching. Like, I know that that is what I need. 
that's not something I can really get with just an out of the box program. Mm -hmm. You know, they're kind of all like, here, do five or six training sessions a week and do this, you know, run two miles every, every day or something. I'm not going to do that. I feel like you know me. I've mm -hmm. given you my my parameters and what you know what we've got to work with and what I like to work with as well, which is really important. And this goes back to I think the benefits of getting help every once in a while when you know you need it. Mm -hmm. And you know Maybe the accountability part I'm not as concerned about, but the fact that you're going to give me structure, you're going to give me something that's focused on me getting my goals, that has me so excited. Mm. Like, like I want it right now. <laughs> I want it now. Mm. Um, so that is another, I think, benefit of a personal trainer, someone that can work with you like that. I'm not, this is not going to be like, Nick's not going to have to personally train me. Mm -hmm. He's going to give me workouts and he's going to tell me like, do these things, use this equipment and kind of prompt me to increase and kind of kick things up a notch. But I'm not asking him to do one-on-one -on -one sessions with me. Mostly because we're rarely ever in yeah. the house at a time we could do a one-on-one -on -one session yeah. together. That's just, that's not a very frequent thing. Shocking as that may seem. Um, but yeah, so I am very excited about that. All right. I'm excited too. We were actually, maybe we'll, maybe when you feel comfortable, we'll outline it for a future future episode. Your training. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, stay tuned for that, guys, and stay tuned for the future content that we got coming your way. I'm sure we'll have some uh, new uh, study we'll be reviewing or some fancy fitness craze or maybe some sort of uh, something that's uh, pertinent to our everyday life or our life in general. Um, so please stay tuned. And once again, please give us that rating review. Share the podcast with a friend. Follow us on Instagram. Check out the AminoCo, aminoco.com slash ATF. And you got anything else for him tonight? Mm, no. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.